Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the last of the first seven episodes here on the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. So today's title is Aren't Advisors for Old People? And what we're going to cover today is what you need to know about working with an advisor and what you can do about actually finding the right one if so. Now in our office, if you hear a ringtone go off during lunch, we pretty much just all look at the people that are over 50 in the office to see who's going to answer their phone. My phone has probably been on silent or vibrate for so long, I can honestly tell you I have no idea what my ringtone would be if I happened to ever turn it on again. The thing is, we all still do have cell phones, and we all need cell phones. And we just may kind of need them a little bit differently based on what generation we come from. So what you need to know is when it comes to having an advisor, there are some kind of generational items that can be at play just like with the cell phone. Most advisors, and this is kind of a fact, Most advisors are pretty old. There's really only been one generation of advisors. So your grandparents probably didn't even need an advisor because they had pension, social security, and just frankly a shorter life expectancy. The advisor profession is really only around 30 years old at most. So it's still really, really new. And this can kind of shape our mindset that advisors are for old people. The other fact that goes into the, this kind of mindset, and I'm going to take a quick second to uh, jump up on my soapbox here, is that my industry as a whole is, in my opinion, terrible at providing advice to young families and young people in general. Advisors get paid more when there's more money involved. So who do they, you know, who do they chase? They chase people about to retire or families that have established wealth. And that's just kind of how it is. So you turn on your TV and you see commercials, and these commercials are predominantly with what kind of people? I generally see them with people that look like my parents. Look like my parents, meeting with advisors, and again, so they're subconsciously telling you that advisors equal for old people. So you're not really wrong at all for thinking that, because that is quite literally what they're telling you. Advisors are for old people. The ironic part of it, though, is that when you're young, getting proper advice is just exponentially more powerful. It's like training before you start running the race. Insurance is likely cheaper and much easier to get because when you're younger, there's a much better chance that you're going to be healthy. And investments have more time to do more. A theory of mine that I've kind of developed over my 12 years so far in the industry is that almost every middle class family in America could probably save $100 a month more if they really wanted to. If you look at your credit card bill, I would almost guarantee that it varies by more than $100 a month. And if that's true, that probably lends to the idea that $100 a month more is probably something that you'd be able to do, again, if you really wanted to. Let's say that you went to an advisor at some point, and they were able to point this fact out to you. So you were able to save an extra $100 a month that you otherwise would not have done. If we assume a 7% annual return, that $100 a month over 20 years, you'd wind up with around $50,000. So not too bad. Now, let's say, because we're all young here, that we didn't do it for 20 years, we did it for 30 years. 
that $50,000 now would turn into $120,000. So almost two and a half times as much for that extra 10 years. That's the power of when we start young. It's exponential growth. The money gets to grow on itself. Now, if we stretch that out over even further, let's say that you were smart enough to get this advice right after graduating college, you may be able to squeeze in 40 years worth. And now you're all the way up to 260000 So time is money kind of takes on a whole new meaning. And this is just for a $100 example. Let's say that we doubled it to $200 a month. That wouldn't be crazy, right? Well, now instead of 260 over 40 years, you're up over 500000 It really, it doesn't take much to see how impactful time can be when we're dealing with investments and letting that money grow on itself. And a lot of times that's just starting off with the right mindset, just starting off with getting some of that proper advice when we're young. So what can you do? The first thing is kind of ask yourself if you may be assuming advisors are for old people. If I was not in this industry and I just got my financial information from TV or wherever else, I would probably assume that that's true. Now, you obviously do not have to have an advisor, but really ask yourself if this may be a preconceived kind of notion that you already have or if you're making a conscious choice. The determining factor should not be age at all is pretty much my point. It should be desire. If you don't want an advisor or you want to self-manage, then that's great. That's your choice. And if I can help with this podcast at all, then that's just fantastic. But if you like the idea of having a professional guide you, helping to provide protection and direction and all that kind of stuff, then don't assume you have to wait until you're in your 50s. So a quick recap of the episode today. Ask yourself, do I think advisors are for old people? Am I subconsciously kind of thinking that? Is that something that's in my head as a preconceived notion? The second thing is kind of acknowledging the fact that if I start young and I make the proper decisions now, what a kind of growing exponential effect in a positive way that that could have for me. The last thing is asking yourself, do you want an advisor? And if so, when you would want to have one. You absolutely do not have to have an advisor. However, make it a conscious choice one way or the other And don't get to a point where you're 55 years old and you start thinking like, oh, maybe I should have one of these things. So have some kind of a plan ahead of time. My firm has young clients that are scattered throughout the country. We're definitely not the only firm out there that does. So just because it's not something that is predominant doesn't mean it's not something that you can't find if you take the time to kind of look at companies that are out there that can help and looking to help with young families. As always, thank you so much for joining today. Uh, really had a great time with these first initial seven episodes in the Your Money Mindset series. As always, if you did enjoy this episode, please don't hesitate to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening. There are literally millions of young American families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. Stay tuned. Coming up soon, there will be one last episode, a recap of this first initial Your Money Mindset series. I'm going to hit on all of these major topics so you have everything in front of you here with your spouse and one episode. And you can take some time to really remove some of these items, again, that cause us you know, anxiety and hold us back from really being able to just focus on enjoying life, which, again, is the whole point of why we're here. Thanks very much and look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation you should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. 
Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.